Hello, hello, and welcome. My name is Rue Truly, and this is Christ in All Podcast, a podcast that finds Christ and discovers Christ and everything that pertains to life and all of his topics. Hello, guys. Welcome back to another episode of Rue Truly, where we share Christ and who is found in all of life's topics and as we are continuing on the same topic that we have been discussing on from the verse of second corinthians 12 verse 8 to 10 that talks about in my weaknesses you are made strong today we're going to be discussing about the different examples that we know or have heard or never really thought about from the word of god of people that encountered these weaknesses and how they react to it some succeeded to grow out of those weaknesses and some failed so what really happened to them because when we really think and ponder upon these different examples from the word of god it helps us to see that hey it might not only just be me who struggles with this if people in the bible themselves even some of god's favorite people that he mentioned or after his own heart even struggled with this, then I am also just like them. I can also grow and develop from these weaknesses and be better. Because not only are these biblical examples just for us to just be like, ooh, okay, that's a wonderful story, but God has given us his word so that we can learn from these examples, so that we can grow from these examples. So that we have exemplary people to learn from. Or even the exemplary people for us to be like, okay, I don't want to be like that. I can be better. So I would also like to just make you think and ponder upon these names of these people. And even their stories. And also even take time to think about other examples or people that you know from the word of god who went through some of these things or even just to look at different people in the bible i mean you when you really sit down to really think about stories that we have been so used to in the bible or that we just take so lightly you discover that a lot of these people were really human just like us And they all encountered weaknesses in one way or the other. Whether it was their upbringing or they got into a season that caused a weakness to develop or grow from. Whether it was a spiritual weakness or financial weakness or mental weakness. All these weaknesses that we have discussed in the previous episodes reflect on these things. And that is a beauty again and again i always say it the word of god is just that beautiful to that extent so let us just go into some of these really interesting examples i'm not going to give too many because i always want to give you homework in every episode because you can't just be a listener and just be like oh wonderful word wonderful word (laughs) we also have to learn from what we study or what we discuss on just like in school I mean, this Christian walk, and even if you're not Christian, the journey of life itself causes you to 
do homeworks to see if you have passed or if you have learned from it because tests of life will come definitely in your Christian faith. If you're a Christian, they will come. Even if you're not a Christian, they will come. Life takes us through a lot of courses, a lot of tests to see how much you can persevere, how much you can learn, how you will react to it. And you will also learn a lot of things about yourself. And even some of these people that we're going to be mentioning, they learned a lot about themselves through these processes as well. And these seasons of their lives that they also encountered or the situations that they encountered for these weaknesses to be exposed. But it's always a matter of how you react to them. Just like you always hear, a situation happened, but it's about how you respond to the situation. Will you take it very much to heart and make a change, a positive or a negative change to it? So it's a matter of you now making that decision. So when you read or understand or hear these stories, how are you going to apply this into your life? We could have all these hours of discussing and having this discussion and these different podcasts upon these two verses and it will never change your life. Because you have chosen not to do and take yourself into action. But now you have to take matters and the life into your own hands. And say, I'm going to make the next action. And I'm going to make the decision. Because God has given all of us a free will. What will you choose your free will to do? After learning all these things. After giving you all these biblical examples, after learning all these lessons that we are discussing on or these lessons or these things that we are thinking upon and pondering upon these weaknesses that we keep on talking about for episode upon episode on end, what are you going to do about it? So that's what I want you to think about. So now let's go ahead and talk about the good people that chose to actually cause these weaknesses to become of a benefit to their life so this is on the good side because it's the good and the bad but we're gonna start off with the good because we always want to start with the positives right (laughs) so let's go ahead and talk about the positive things and two of these examples i'm gonna give from the word of god are even the one who wrote this book that we are sharing these two verses from paul who writes the second corinthians 12 verse 8 to 10 again just for anybody who wants to go back to those two verses he is someone that wrote these different books in the bible of course but you see that even from him mentioning that he boasts in his weaknesses and the things that he has encountered He has learned and looked at his life and has reflected and reviewed and said, okay, I have this weakness. And I'm sure as we all know the story or some of us know that story of what Paul has encountered in his life to even get to this point of this Christian journey. He faces a lot of persecution. He faces a lot of just now neglecting the life and the ideas and the ideal things that he thought were ideal and even his upbringing weakness of believing that hey this jesus guy who he just hears is wrong <laughs> it was a weakness that actually built him to be someone who was just f- so focused on the wrong things he was so focused on 
persecuting these Christians. And that was a weakness because he was just thinking about me, myself, and I, and my glory of being glorified that I'm doing a good thing. But in a, in the sight of God, it wasn't a good thing. He was actually persecuting Christ because he encounters, he encounters the encounter that actually caused him to become a Christian or give his life to God. And this walking in this Christ agenda now was the encounter he had where God speaks to him and said, Paul, Pearl, why are you persecuting me? Right? So he, in his own eyes, was believing that he was right. But the exposing of God, that God exposed to him that this was your weakness, this upbringing weakness of his belief, can now influence his life or the way he thinks. And now even because of that, it caused consequences to happen in his life where now maybe more um, weaknesses started becoming exposed to him. So he now cries out to God because when you start from the verse 8, it states that he he says like he cries out to the Lord that all these weaknesses that he's facing, that Christ could still be glorified, but he's struggling. He's struggling. And if Paul himself, one of the greatest apostles, was to encounter this and is literally seeking for the grace of God to be made sufficient in his life... That means truly he was human just like all of us. But what I love about Paul is his attitude towards it. What is your attitude towards the weakness that you face? What was the attitude towards other people in the word of God when they realized that they had these weaknesses? Did they feed the weakness or did they grow away from the weakness and actually starved it so that they could feed into the strength? That they were created to have and possess. And Paul, you realize that, as I always state that in verse 10, the last statement that he makes is that, when I am weak, then I am strong. He is believing, is causing his mindset, his emotional state, his spiritual state to align together to become one, to believing in the statement that he's making, that even though he is weak, then he will be strong. And he's going to walk into that. He believes, he says it, he believes it, he will do it. He's a man that speaks the word and does it. He's a man that causes his attitude to become positive rather than feeding off the negativity of the other situation that is exposing his weaknesses or that is causing him to see weaknesses or grow into weaknesses that he doesn't desire to have. He's causing himself to be vulnerable before God. He's becoming vulnerable to God and God sees his heart that he's becoming vulnerable. And because he's becoming vulnerable to God, God opens up himself and says, my grace is sufficient for you, my son. My power is going to be made perfect because you have opened yourself up. But that's where the bad examples that we're going to be sharing later are coming from. Because these people, these other people were never open to say, God, this is my weakness. They literally led freely, <laughs> led these weaknesses to become something that destroys their life. Because there's always consequences through these weaknesses. And like I said, these weaknesses can be a seed that grows into be a big tree and blossoms into something that is rotten rather. 
and mends and creates more roots that are just bad and just bad for your life for your future for who you were created to be and it will hold you in chains for not only one generation but it can even affect the other generations to come or your family or your surrounding and influences people that surround you even never to see god through your life and even for you to even you end up having a different encounter with god you will never have that intimacy or that closeness with god but when we become vulnerable to god about our weaknesses it gives him room for him to work it gives him room for him to show his might and power and for his grace to be made sufficient so this is what paul does and hence paul grew mightier mightier stronger and stronger because he exposed himself to god and god exposed himself to to paul and said i will show my grace sufficient for you i will make my power become strong and mighty in your weaknesses for you to grow from a weakness to becoming stronger and stronger in every season of his life ever since then you end up seeing that paul becomes stronger and stronger and a mightier mightier apostle and actually now these weaknesses that he faced become strengths and now he has all this strength to actually testify of god's goodness for the rest of his life now through the different books that he writes you see that he really becomes stronger and stronger he becomes a mentor of other people now who face different weaknesses because he has encountered these weaknesses remember like i said in the previous episode the process it was this process that brought him into the promise of him accomplishing and becoming the fulfillment and the fulfillment of god's plan for his life and the destiny that god created him to live into and even his relationship with god became more intimate and closer and for sure he definitely ended up trampling on the enemy's head because the enemy thought he could defeat him but he was like nope <laughs> not today satan <laughs> so that's the same attitude that we ought to have the paul attitude and also the david attitude who is also the other example I'm going to give. And David, he's also a good example, but he's also a bad example. Because there was a point in time in David's life, and many point in times actually, where he became so open and very vulnerable to God about the issues and the struggle he faced in his life. The big and great examples that I would give are from the book of Psalms, where he always talks about, God, help me. God, help me here. God, help me there. God, I need you here. God, I need you there. I believe this is one of the reasons why God always said that David was a man after his own heart, because he was always so open and vulnerable to God. And God was truly made strong in all of his life because of this reason and david always made sure that he remains close to god he stays so close to god because he knew that with his life his destiny where god was taking him where god was putting in his hand for him to take responsibility of 
which was a whole kingdom. I mean, <laughs> this is completely bigger than what most of us even have to be our responsibilities in our every day-to-day life. I mean, this is a whole kingdom that we're talking about. Lies upon lies of people, generations upon generations of people, the wealth of a nation, the reputation of a nation. I mean, you name it, that he had in his hand, that he, God said this was his responsibility. So he could not afford to have these weaknesses to be something that brings him down. Because if these weaknesses continue to grow and grow and grow in his life, it affects the whole kingdom. It affects the whole generation of people and generations to come. Because remember, the kingdom he ruled and the kingdoms and the kings that he encountered and the wars that he fought, they were all looking to this man who claimed that his God works. So if his weaknesses are feeding him more than his God is feeding him, and this God who he says is mighty and strong to help him, and yet his weaknesses are causing him to become weaker, not having that bond with God who is strong for him to be strong, it's going to show that this God is not as strong as he claims that he is. So he knew that he needed God. He saw the value of God. He saw that God needed to be exalted in my life. So I need to dismantle myself, to take away myself from my weaknesses, to stay so intimate and so close to God for my weaknesses to be exposed each and every time before his altar, before his throne in the secret place so I can grow Because in that secret place, at least I can be pruned. But if my weaknesses are exposed publicly, what are they going to show the people? What is it going to teach the people? What is it going to help me? But then later on, we will be talking about the bad. (laughs) The bad examples of people that never became open or vulnerable to God about their weaknesses. David actually becomes somebody where his weakness actually ended up getting exposed. He never let one of these weaknesses become something that he exposed to God. But this actually caused a division between him and God. It caused a separation from that intimacy that they had. It caused a barrier between him and his God, but also him and his life that God had set for him and for his future. But thank God that he's a merciful God and his grace is sufficient because God always finds and means and ways anyways to change our lives even so. And that example I'm going to share later is about David and Bathsheba because his weakness now actually becomes something that ended up destroying him his family, and even affecting this kingdom that he was working so hard on. So think about it. These weaknesses, truly, they can destroy even the things that you work so hard on, or even the intimacy with God that you've been working so hard on. So you really have to be so careful. You really have to be so careful and not feed these weaknesses. Because 
devil is so cunning. Like I said, he feeds off from our weaknesses. So he really waits and awaits to see how he can work on these weaknesses to feed from them and to destroy our lives. So don't let your life become the devil's playground where he feels like he can do whatever with the weaknesses that you have. Don't let the weaknesses destroy your life. Don't let them destroy your destiny. Whatever type of weaknesses that you face, let it be mental, let it be emotional, let it be spiritual, let it be financial, let it be whatever type of weaknesses you are bringing. Let it not hold you back. Let it not be a barrier for you and your future and opportunities and open doors for your life. And surely for these bad examples that I have to share with you guys, it really destroyed their lives. It really destroyed what God had in store for them. It stopped them from the destiny that God had in plan. And some of these examples I'm going to give and share a little bit about. But I'm giving you homework as I always do. Are Saul. And I'm pretty sure you know the Saul I'm talking about. Not Saul who becomes Paul. But Saul the one who was a king before David became king. The Judas Iscariot who ends up betraying Jesus. And he fed off his weakness of lust of money. <laughs> and it caused them to literally sell his savior. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? But actually ends up that weakness feeds up. And he ends up selling his savior. After selling his savior. Literally ends up killing himself. So imagine how a weakness can grow and develop to that extent. It literally to him it was just 30 pieces of seal, silver. That ended up causing him to sell his savior. But causing him to end up giving up his life. Was it worth it? Are some of these weaknesses worth our life? It's a little thing that can destroy your whole future. Your whole life that is ahead of you. Is it really worth it? This lust of money. This desire of money that he had. This mental state of thinking that this money would give him whatever he thought, whether it was financial freedom that he thought he was going to gain, was it really worth it? Judas Iscariot, was it really worth your life? So some of these questions are things that we have to think about when we think about these weaknesses that we face as people. Because they will make us look at life differently. It will make us grow and think differently. And that is what I challenge you guys to do and to think and to ask yourselves. Because that is how it's going to help us to grow and learn. Another example is Samson. <laughs> He's a really, really funny example. Because he was so confident in himself. All of this hair, all of this beauty that God had given him of this luscious, glorious hair. And it goes back to what we were talking about in a previous episode where we're discussing on the physical weakness where people have a lust over themselves. Because he was probably boasting in himself thinking that this hair is just going to be living forever and forever more. Not knowing that the enemy was going to feed off from that lust of that self 
too much love for himself where he was lusting over himself forgetting that the enemy is always waiting and looking for an opportunity to enter into his life and he ended up bringing delilah who ended up causing him to destroy his life and destroy even the plan that god had really had in store for him and the story goes on and on i mean there's so many different examples even solomon himself and his wife solomon was literally like the bible says one of the wisest if not the wisest man but yet at the same time he had his weaknesses and his weaknesses that ended up destroying him even as you continue to read the word of god were his wives he ended up having so many hundreds upon hundreds of wives that he ended up (laughs) not even seeing the value of God but at the same time he ended up seeing that this was vanity he fed off the lust the physical lust that he had he fed a mental lust maybe he was believing that I need as many women for me to be happy maybe that also fed on into the emotional weakness that he had maybe he had a lack of confidence he felt like maybe i'll gain more mightier strength and power if i have all these women then every kingdom will see that i am this big king you never know what bridged off and what was built into other weaknesses because of the lust that he had in his heart and causing even a spiritual weakness to also develop so all these weaknesses they feed off of each other and even his father david <laughs> his father david and bathsheba which was the mother of solomon david himself the david that we said was the good he also ended up becoming bad so this is also an an effect that can actually be caused also by an upbringing because David took somebody else's wife and because he was lusting over somebody else's wife, lust over somebody else's wife caused her to say that, okay, now this is my wife. And now that impacts and influences his life in so many ways. Because after that happened, there was Bathsheba became pregnant with the first pregnancy. Then the child died. Then God actually ended up giving him Solomon. Solomon was a blessing, yes. But there was a lot of commotion that started happening in David's life. Where his children were killing each other. His daughter gets raped. All of these things started developing and were consequences of things that started occurring because of David's weakness. So weaknesses literally cause you not only to be affected by yourself, but even the people that surround you. And now it affected how these children even looked at themselves. And even now can actually be like a generational thing. (laughs) Because it actually ended up influencing Solomon himself. Who ended up having a lust for other women as well. And never feeling content. And David had it all. He had it all. But still he could not withstand the beauty. Huh. He really could not withstand the beauty of one woman. (laughs) And somebody's wife on top of that where he ends up killing the husband can you imagine a weakness caused him to kill somebody and his spiritual life became different he separated himself with god from god he actually caused himself not with god from god he ended up causing himself to be separated because god always wants to be close to us but we ended up 
causing ourselves to be separate. Sin is the thing that causes us to be separate from God. Hence why all sin altogether is a weakness or are our weaknesses. All sins are our weaknesses. So it's a constant battle in this life that we live. But we ought to continue to fight. But it's also about the attitude and how you react to these weaknesses when you see that there are these weaknesses. And David in this stage of his life, he did not go to God and say, God, I like this woman, but you don't want me to have somebody else's wife. He didn't go like that. He fed his weakness. Solomon fed his weakness. Samson fed his weakness. Judas fed his weaknesses, but there were consequences to them. And Saul fed his weakness. And that example is the last one I'm going to give. He fed the weakness of being jealous towards David because David was now the one that was being favored by the people. And he was being favored by everybody else. And he saw that God was favoring him as well. And he sought to kill David. And he even went into witchcraft (laughs) because of a weakness. His weakness of just lack of self-confidence in himself or whatever caused him to have jealousy or lack of whatever because now it started developing into a mental weakness because his mind wasn't thinking straight anymore his emotional state wasn't thinking straight anymore his spiritual state forget about that (laughs) it was affected all these things became affected and now he ended up going into witchcraft seeking to brings um samuel back to life so that he can tell him about whether to do this and that and all these other things that he was just now doing because he was affected emotionally and mentally and he fed this weakness that started separating him from the purpose of god over his life separating him over what he was created to do and live into so all these things are so dangerous But we don't ponder upon these weaknesses and come back to God and confess our weakness and say, God, help me. I'm seeing that there's a danger because sometimes we tend to not see that there's a danger at the end of the road. We see temporarily in the in the moment, in the emotion, then we act upon that weakness, not knowing that it's actually going to destroy our future. It has consequences to those things. It has consequences to my life. It has consequences to my future. But how can I be set apart? How can I set myself apart? So think about all those things and ponder upon them. So that we can grow from those weaknesses. And having the right attitude like Paul had. And the example of David that I gave. And there's so many other examples I could give from the word of God. Of people that had a different attitude. When they noticed they had these weaknesses. And came to God. And God really worked with them. To help them. And for these weaknesses not to destroy them. But to actually build them. To become stronger and stronger. And that is what God desires for us. So have this homework. Of looking at your life, looking at the examples, the biblical examples beyond what I just stated and what we discussed on today and think about it, meditate upon it, ponder upon it, because through this is where we're going to learn and grow and become better and understand the word of God more because this is how we begin and continue to understand the word of God more and learn more from the word of God and grow and develop And walk in the fullness of the strength 
where he says his grace is sufficient for us. So I challenge you guys today that you look at your life and look at these biblical examples. Compare your lives with them so you can see where you stand. Of course, your life is not going to be the same as David's. <laughs> of course, your life is not going to be the same as Samson and uh, Solomon and all these different examples and Paul and all of them. But compare so that you can learn. Compare so that you can develop and grow and see where you are going wrong or where there's similarities and how did some of these characters grow from it or what actually ended up happening because of the cause of their weakness and could that happen to me? Ask yourself these questions so that you can have this time of thinking, pondering, meditating, reviewing and reflecting of now putting into action and having the right attitude like Paul has where he becomes vulnerable to God and states all these weaknesses and says I need you to help me and God says and speaks back and says my grace is sufficient for you my power is made perfect in your weakness so it builds back that intimacy Rather than separating you like these other characters encountered, that separation because that sin started bridging them and causing a barrier between them and God and their relationship with God and their destiny and where God wanted to take them. But when you do that, when you do the homework that I'm telling you, you learn, you grow, you become who God has created you to be. And he promises you, my grace is sufficient for you. Always remember that. His grace is enough to help you through when you make sure that you place this into action. And I pray and hope that you will make sure that you put this into action. And I mean, we can go on and on with these different examples. But I hope that you learn, you have learned something today. You continue to learn and grow and develop yourself because Christ desires to be in all of these processes of you growing and developing and learning from your weaknesses and growing from them to becoming your strength because he desires for you to walk in that. So thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. Until next time, where we're going to be talking about the lessons that we learn and even the beauty of the journey of the weaknesses that we face because there's also beauty in the weaknesses that we face and also even there's the dangers of course but there's also beauty in all this because Christ is found in all and where Christ is found in all there is light and hope because he is hope and he says his grace is sufficient for us all have a blessed day guys thank you so much for listening God bless you. Bye.